Yo, 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 what's up everybody? Thank you for tuning in to yet again another fantastic indie creator interview. It is your Capes Crusader, Cody, and we are keeping it geekly with your brand new friend, but not mine, Chris Moses of The Saturn Effect. We're here to break down the Kickstarter for the Alpha Volume 1 and everything in between. Chris, it is so awesome to finally get you on the show. I know we've had the opportunity to kind of break things down in spaces, but like to get face to face, man, this is this is awesome. Uh, welcome, man. I'm truly, I'm truly honored to have you on. Thanks for having me on, man. I really appreciate it. And yeah, we've been talking for a little while. We've been friends for a little bit. So it's it's nice to get on the show finally. All right. And we have a couple people over on YouTube starting bright and early. We have J. Michael Miller and good stuff saying excited for uh, the Saturn effect and yo, yo, hail chat, hail panel. Welcome to the stream, everyone. How are you guys doing? Chris, welcome, welcome, welcome. Let's start breaking things down with uh, your first book. You said Ajax issue number one was kind of like your first like dive into the realm of uh, creating comics, right? Yeah, exactly. It was, so, uh, uh yeah, yeah, let's 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 break into that. You know, uh going into comics kind of uh, you know, what you know, what type of experience did you have creating Ajax? So I, I wrote the screenplay uh I wrote it as a screenplay first. It was the Siren Effect, and it wasn't even called Ajax. It was just something it was uh one of the first it wasn't the first one that I had finished, but uh it was one of the first few. Um and it was this giant sci-fi epic that you know, if I ever wanted to get made, I would need millions upon millions upon millions of dollars. Um, <laughs> like, so I was like, all right, this is not going to happen. And I had already written some like other screenplays that would also take millions of dollars. So I was I was getting sort of, uh, um, I guess, antsy because I, n you can't really get things moving in that industry like you can in comic books. Mm -hmm. So I decided, you know, I, I want to make this. I want to get it out there. Uh, so I converted into a, a comic book and I hired a, uh, an artist, Jacopo Callisti, off of r slash comic book collabs on Reddit. Um, I found a colorist, Novita Tessalonica, and I found a, a, letter, a letterer, Reed Hinckley Barnes, and we just started making it. Um, this was at the very end of 2019. Uh, and then COVID hit it at the beginning of 2020. Oh, no. and, <laughs> and all I had was like this comic book. Like that was all I, you know, that was all that I could look forward to. Um, so I just kept writing and I wrote and I wrote and I wrote. And um, I think we put out the first issue, if I remember correctly, March of 2020. So it was really literally right at the beginning. Wow. Of, uh, of, COVID. A of Ajax? Well, yeah, Ajax came out that month. Um, so and then we put out issue two the month, the, literally the next month because Jacopo was at home so all he had to do was draw <laughs> uh, and then we put out the, the next issue the next month so we were really um uh, going full that full is so yeah that's wild do you think that had like like that kind of like built upon like the success because you have like a pretty outstanding community like following you do you think like having that ability to just to pump them out and keep that story going like kind of built that momentum for you you know, uh, I definitely appreciate everyone that's been around since the beginning, and I think uh, it's definitely—I I definitely think we're all—we've all bonded with it. I, I think um, when we, everyone that's went through COVID, the beginning pan uh, pandemic, we remember like we have some sort of memory of what it was like. Either your family came came and was home, or mm -hmm. you went back to family, or you spent a lot more time with them, or your friends online, or whatever. We all have like those sort of, uh, you know. I guess bittersweet memories where it's like, oh, those that was actually a nice sort of time. We all sort of came together because we all didn't know what was going on. Um, 
and so uh, i mean uh, this tse is honestly is, is part of that you know like that was <laughs> something that was literally right at the beginning and it was something that at least for myself and uh, hopefully for others is something to look forward to um and to you know ma- gave a reason to open up instagram and go online and see what, what was going on so um yeah i i really appreciate everyone and i definitely think being able to knock out three issues in like three months was um, yeah definitely attributed to the, <laughs> the 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 momentum but afterwards we didn't drop another issue of uh of anything until way later that year with uh the siren effect alpha um and when i started working with francesco mazzoli and uh, marco di alessandro so was any of the uh, ajac issues uh ran through a kickstarter campaign or were they all self-published yeah, they were all self-published, put online for free uh, at the Siren Effect. I like I hadn't written anything that was out there. Um, mm-hmm. I had like obviously friends, and I'd shown stuff to um, you know people in college. Uh, uh, I was uh, an English major at NYU, so you know I was did a lot of creative writing classes also. So I like written and like had people that you know I, I knew and things like that. But um, I didn't really have a, I didn't have a fan base. Like nobody knew who, yeah. who I was um, or who I am. Uh, so I wanted to put something out for free and then also I always I just love free stuff like free comics mm-hmm. like I, I grew up um, a lot a lot of the sequential art that I consumed growing up was actually manga because it, you can find it free online like the easiest mm-hmm. um, and I was a broke child so I didn't have any money for comic <laughs> books <laughs> I didn't have any money for comics nobody to take me to a comic book store because I live in the suburbs so obviously you gotta get driven there mm-hmm. so um yeah, so I, I have was always like at the beginning, at least I was like, all right, I want to put stuff out for free, and I still do want to put out stuff for free, and I have plans for more free content to come uh, down the line in the future because I think it's an important part of building a relationship with your audience, but also we as writers and creators, we want people to see the things that we produce, and putting up a paywall inherently will reduce the amount of people that will see what you're putting out. So that's true. Um, uh, I do want to you know put out more free content, and there will be more free content coming. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it was completely self-funded. Um, but as, as the quality goes up with things, you know, things get more expensive. Yeah. And, yeah. And so it, it becomes a little, uh, less feasible to put things out for free unless you have like a runaway home run success. Um, and I think the Siren effect is more of a, uh, uh, you know, it's a, it's a accumulation. Like we're, by the time we get to the end. Uh, of the siren effect will have been eight issues of alpha we'll have three issues of ajax uh, maybe even a fourth issue of ajax um and then we'll have uh helena so it'll, it's it'll have been multiple issues all building up to this one final uh, moment um so it's not like a, a runaway overnight success it's definitely a like a, a marathon um that takes a lot of steps and a lot of work to get where you need to go we have a don't call me blurred over on YouTube saying I see y'all woke up on time. I sure didn't. <laughs> we barely did though. Hey, yeah, hey, don't feel bad. We barely did. Uh, we had a spaces that ran kind of late last night, and shoo! I mean, those talks are so good, and they're so hard to break away from. But like, man, I was like beating myself up this morning about it. Now it's uh it's interesting to say you was uh to hear you were English uh major because like when I read Ajax and then I in Alpha I was like wow this it's it's insane this was like some of your first works because like your writing is so good so like I was like really impressed you know a lot of people they kind of have you know that that trial and error or you know they walk a little bit before they ran but you like just started running out the gate 
I appreciate that, man. I've definitely, <laughs> I've definitely written like a like a decent amount. Like I wouldn't say I've written, or at at the time I wouldn't say I'd written like a shit ton, or especially comics. But um, it, it wasn't like the first thing that I'd written, or like the first thing that I'd um written for an audience, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'd, I had done a lot of workshopping uh, in in college. I had taken multiple workshop classes, so you know you'll have a your your all of your colleagues are all your classmates are. Um, our readers uh, in yeah. that case and you also get a feedback from all of them um so and so i think uh, especially if you're somebody that didn't necessarily do that in college or in your free time um uh, like writing a decent amount it's definitely a, a learning curve being able to put your work out there first of all being able to like mm-hmm. be, put your work out take it take criticism which is a huge thing that you have to be able to like build and that it, it contributes greatly to the quality of everything that you make is being able to take criticism but also knowing like what criticism to take and what criticism to to ignore right like, yeah, yeah not everyone not everyone's criticism is good but being able to pick out the good criticism is very very important um so yeah i had, had some experience with it and then i also i like i had written a like a disgusting amount of poetry <laughs> um, yeah, the, my my problem always has been um, getting people to read all this stuff, you know, because it's not easy to just like send somebody a short story or a novella and be like, read this and mm-hmm. expect them to read it. Uh, and that's one of the reasons why I love comic books, because it's way, way, way easier to hand somebody a comic book and be like, read this. They're going to read it and they're yeah. going to like look it up afterward. It's it's just a completely different thing. So um, it translates moving to comics was actually like a, an awesome sort of transition because more people ended up reading the stuff that I was writing and I didn't have to uh, annoy all of my friends to be like, Hey, read this, read this, read this. And then, uh, you know, annoy them even more until they mm-hmm. actually finished it and gave me feedback. So, um, yeah, having that English background definitely, um, definitely helped. I, that's one of the reasons why I went to NYU and, and became an English major was because well I I didn't go there at first knowing that's what I wanted to do I was actually a physics major to begin with if you can really that. If you, I was, it was horrible I didn't last very long <laughs> <laughs> Chris is like but, I don't become a superhero one way or another one yeah, way or another <laughs> one way or another I'm either gonna find my way into a black hole and get some superpowers or <laughs> write about it <laughs> um, but yeah so um, I but eventually I was like all right what what do I want to do with my life I want to write uh, and how do how do you get better at writing? You you know read the stuff that people mm-hmm. say is good, and then you have professors that apparently know what they're talking about, and they'll explain it to you and give you all these different mechanisms and um, historical contexts and um, theories and all this all this stuff that may or may not really make a difference. But um, I think at, at the end of the day, it, it just shows like how you're supposed to play with ideas. And the way that other authors have played with ideas in the past and what made them either popular or what either made them, you know, transcend time uh, and made it like something that's applicable to when they wrote it and then in the future as well. Um, and then I also specifically took a, a sci-fi class where we broke down science fiction narratives from like the late 1800s uh, up to um, the end of the Cold War. It was like uh, an intro to science fiction during the Cold War or something like that with a professor that I really liked. Um, and so I, I have a, had a pretty big basis of, of sci-fi. If you look at my my uh, my wall, you can see all my, my sci-fi books <laughs> that I had to read for class, um, which was uh, honestly super fun. 
Um, so that definitely also played a, a huge role in um, like how my my work came out. I mean, most of the stuff I write is sci-fi. I'm obviously mm-hmm. obsessed with the future, and um, you know, I guess that's just how it is. You know, some good old uh, fashion escapism. Um, but it's also because I, I have this background in um, classes that I've took, and it's also why I've written like a noir series. I also took surprise, surprise, a noir class. Um, so I, I, a lot of the stuff that I've written that I put out, I, I've had background of like, you know, studying some of the, you know, quote unquote greats or studying books and breaking them down and seeing how they work and sort of figuring out, all right, what do I want to incorporate into my own style and into my own work? And what do I think they did wrong or what was boring mm-hmm. and how can I make it better and make it a Chris Moses story? Man, it is so it's it's mesmerizing just to like listen to like just the amount of work and effort you put into this. Uh, Dodger Hino four one nine over on YouTube, uh, stopping to say good morning. Good morning, my friend. How are you good doing? Morning. Anyone that has questions, feel free to uh, ask them. I know there's a lot of people in chat right now, so f- feel free to start dropping those questions one by one. Chris, uh, man, uh, I, where do I even begin? I see so much like just this the the world you built is so expansive i see like influences i I, of like i feel like dune and like definitely star wars you know just like that sci-fi you know aspect of it and just how expansive it is and like the world building the like the politicals like structuring in it uh the the different like protagonists and the point of views like man i i I love it all like what uh were some of your inspirations uh that kind of drove you to create this, you, this I, I mean, is, is it too early to say masterpiece? Is it like? <laughs> I appreciate that, but I, I'm curious how you'll feel when we finally get to the end of the Saturn Effect, Ben. Um, if, if that's how you're feeling now, uh, hopefully, well, what, what's what's above masterpiece? <laughs> what's even <laughs> higher than that? Um, but but uh, in all seriousness, I, um, some of my inspiration. So the the main inspiration was actually I had gone to see Ad Astra with one of my friends, and I hated it. I thought it was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. And I was so upset with with having spent money and like two plus hours of my time watching this movie um, that had some good visuals, but like was was not something that I enjoyed at all, that <laughs> I went home and I started the Saturn effect. And I was like, if somebody can make this, then, <laughs> then I'm going to make my like my. That's what story. started it. Yeah, that was, it was complete. <laughs> I was so upset about watching that movie me and my me and my friend came out of the movie and we're just like what the hell did we did you tell watch? your friend you're gonna make up you're gonna you're gonna do something better yeah and he you know he's also um it's my, my friend mo we actually write uh write together we we write screenplays and um pilots and things like that so you know hopefully maybe in the future we'll we'll, we'll have something cool on that front to announce but um, so, cool. so, so yeah we he, i was like this is terrible i i, <laughs> I, need, to, I need to go make something better you know that's so ad astra definitely has this this level of like trauma and you know uh, mental um sort of issues i guess and uh, and just like the it's a very character centric sci-fi um and that's sort of what I wanted to incorporate, at least it's some, some in the Saturn Effect. And so the Saturn Effect is an, a very character-driven. You know, we have all these different characters and POVs, like you were talking about. Um, and so uh, yeah, other other inspirations would be the Foundation um, by Isaac Asimov. That's one of my favorite books. Um, another one that uh, Star Wars, obviously, The Expanse. Um, there's there's a bunch of, of sci-fi stuff that I, that I enjoy and. Um, that just sort of crept into the Saturn effect. It's really an amalgamation mm-hmm. of uh, a lot of, of, you know, cool sci-fi things and um, with, with its own, with my own twist on it. And um, 
and yeah i mean there's i mean valerian um the ankle and like mobius stuff like there's a bunch of uh, influences we have a uh, dr hino 419 saying sci-fi is nice when done right that's the uh, that's the right way to do in origins all because of a terrible movie <laughs> that's, that. that's hilarious i never would have guessed you know i i'm like in my mind i'm like okay maybe like this was doing you know when during english when you had to come up with just some writing or during sci-fi class no it's seen a horrible movie and you're you know were, were, you, were you like coming up with like the base plots like in your head like while you're watching it or uh, no, the only thing that I had was, was a name, um, not that I, so I had cr been workshopping some other ideas, um, and I had come up with a few titles and one of the titles for this idea, it was an idea that I'll probably never make because it's, it's one of those ideas that I continue to go back to. And each time I'm like, why do I continue to try and make this story? It does not work. It just needs to be retired. <laughs> I somehow always make a comeback to it. But um, one of the names that I thought about it for it was uh, the Saturn Effect. And one of my friends was like, that's a sick name. Well, that is a sick name. So all I had was like the Saturn Effect and that, that was it. Um, mm -hmm. And so all, once I saw Ad Astro, I was like, all right, now I have the fuel. Time to time to make this happen. So, uh, where'd you come up with Saturn effects? Uh, you know, when when for when I first thought of it, it kind of gave me a vibe from uh, the Ring of Saturn, the Rings of Saturn, which is like a death metal band. Uh, so, I wasn't sure if maybe that had any like influence or uh, like what what kind of uh, inspired you. So, well, so the Saturn effect is is in the story. So, um, if you know, if anyone's curious what the Saturn effect is, well, head over to Kickstarter and back the Saturn effect Alpha Volume One. And you can find out. Um, you could also grab the Saturn Effect uh, Helena number one, which also could maybe give you some hints at what exactly the Saturn Effect is. Um, but where the name came from, it was uh, the, the initial story that I was working on had something to do with time. And uh, Saturn is the uh, Roman um, version of Cronus, and that's like uh, the god of time or the titan of time in, in mythology. I like that. That I, I, you know, that I always love interviews where I can learn like a little bit more, and that, that is such a like a interesting uh, tidbit of uh, history. So real quick, before we dive into this Kickstarter, let's kind of start uh, painting the picture. Um, Ajax one, uh, two, and three. Uh, just a little bit of a, like a brief summary, uh, kind of painting that picture, uh, leading us up to Alpha. Okay, so the Siren Effect Ajax follows a space marine, uh, Ajax Cole, as he um, executes a. Uh, questionable earth offensive in the ajax one and then we go back in time and see how he formed he formulated his formative years um in the world that he lives in how, what has happened to earth and the solar system uh in the time between right now and uh in the future um and, and yeah and then ajax three we see him enter the academy as he becomes a space marine and then and meets uh helena fey who's the hero of the titan war she's a badass uh, she is a badass and if you like badass badass marines then definitely check out the siren effect helena because it's just 24 pages of non-stop action drawn by christian wolf colored by marco di alessandro and it's it's high octane it just doesn't stop it goes from page one and by the time you get to the end you're like whoa how did they fit so much story into 24 pages. Well, I guess you're gonna have to add on at our campaign and find out because <laughs> it is a fucking ride. It is wild. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I mean, you 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 do pack 
such a decent amount of story. It's, it's one of those things where I want to read it again just to make sure, like, I just have the clearest understanding because it's, like, such a captivating, like, story. Like, you, you like, there's so much going on. Like, it's like you're, 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 you're following one storyline and you're like, okay, well, who's this, who's this person? What are they doing? Why are they calling these people muties? Like, what is going on? Uh, it's, it is, it's incredible. So, um, what I want to kind of touch base is Ajax issue too. Um, we see Ajax kind of... I guess his his beginnings and he had a really like interesting upbringing i mean his dad mm -hmm. seemed like rather like pretty hard on him was that like any sort of like personal inspiration or like kind of what drove you to like create ajax in that manner uh so i wanted ajax to have a um so so his father is hard on him uh it's i wouldn't say it's it's uh inspired by by my own life i think uh there will be other properties and ips down the line that will have closer similarities to what to my life i don't necessarily uh write too much about my like there are you know my my own feelings and things like that that i i sort of build off of to sort of give my narratives and my characters um more realness and mm -hmm. tangibility but i don't necessarily um base too many things off of off of my life um and and if I do, it's very very coded. Um, so uh, anyway, for for Ajax, um, yeah, I wanted him to have a, a harsh a harsh father. His father was a, a veteran, uh, an injured an injured veteran that that also has um, feels some some sort of way about uh, having to leave the the Martian Wars, which is this large event in our universe that happened prior to any of the events of the Saturn Effect Ajax Alpha or Helena that is one of those things that's left a very marked uh has had a huge impact on the solar system and all these people um so i just wanted to show um what one of those show that you know and how yeah. how that has affected people and and how that's sort of those sort of war traumas have been passed down to to this next generation but also is shaping them to want to be better and and you know uh, fix this this cycle that's going that people are going through of you know war oppression mm -hmm. uh, trauma etc cetera, etc cetera. Um, so it's sort of showing that this this sort of beginning of the cycle for Ajax because he uh, is pushed into becoming uh, a space marine himself um, in the in Ajax three uh, so I wanted to show like you give give some yeah. backstory to him and then also show um, give a little bit of taste of what the world is like. Was that hard to do? Like this, this was like your second book. I mean, to, this that seems like a, a pretty high level of writing to be able to like create like this this fictional character with this type of history and then and, and this type of like upbringing. Like to be able to write that. Like was that a challenge for you, or you know how how were you able to go about that? Uh, you, you know, I think when, when I'm creating characters, I have most of this stuff out in like their backstory and um. You know, story is you know about characters, so a lot of this stuff like is inf informs the plot in some way and helps we helps us move forward in some way. Um, so it, it, a lot of it has a use, so it becomes a necessity. Um, but yeah, I, there's a lot of planning that goes on before we get into into a story. I like to know my characters. I don't necessarily. So I know some writers will like do crazy exercises to you know really get to know their characters. And whichever, whatever way works for me, I like to create detailed story bibles, and uh, in those detailed story bibles, I'll you know go break down a character and like really start to learn their history and who they are as a person, and 
just so i can understand them like i like to uh, when i'm writing i like to arrange mm -hmm. all the different pieces that i'm playing with like it's a uh, like they're toys when i was a child i played i had a bunch of toys action figures all this other shit and i would just like make up stories and like have them most of the time they were just fighting because yeah. i love action but you know i would make up stories and things like that um so i i view making stories writing stories making comics very very similarly and so before i begin to you know play with my toys and make them fight each other i you know have to buy those toys i guess i have to create those toys i have to put together the 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 cast that i'm going mm -hmm. to use and then also the setting and all those different things so before we even get into the book i i know a bunch about the characters and then you as you're writing and as you're creating things and as you continue to go forward those things change so that you can that so they match the plot even better and become more like useful or needed or they get cut right so uh, it's it's partially planning partially pantsing i would say i'm somewhere in the middle i guess no, I'm, i guess i'm i used to be way more of a pantser when i was younger i would never outline anything and as i've written more and more my outlines have gotten way more detailed uh way longer but also that they don't take me as long to write too um and it really helps up and speeds up the process um but yeah it's it's takes some preparation beforehand but um if you know your characters things like that is being able to weave it into the the narrative may be the more difficult thing than actually having those um facts about your character to begin with um like how to implement it in a way that doesn't feel like too boring or too too much too wordy or too dialogue heavy mm -hmm. so uh is, is that kind of what helped you uh in, like inspired the the story for helena like her own like little uh story uh, like that you just had maybe some leftover information ran with it or you know what what kind of drove you to dig in deeper with her so i wanted to so the so the sound effect helena has uh has a i guess a little bit of a, a rough history we went through multiple artists to get to to get to this one we went through like the sound effect helena was planned to release in the summer of 2020 so mm -hmm. it's it's been uh, over a year and a half before we actually were able to get it out. Um, so uh, it initially was going to be a way to um, jump into the like the, into the Titan War. So Ajax TC Ajax number one takes place at the very end of the Titan War. Uh, TC Ajax number two takes place twenty plus years before that, and TC Ajax number three takes place at uh right before the beginning of the titan war so helena takes place two years into the titan war so i wanted to show more of what's going on in this seven year span between tsc ajax number three and tsc um a ajax number one uh and then the the book that i'm i'm here to promote uh the, the sound effect alpha takes place two years after um the end of tsc ajax number one um uh so uh, well i'm sorry what was the question again oh i i, mean, I just got so wrapped up in the answer i, yeah. I forgot as well <laughs> <laughs> so well, uh, oh uh the, with uh, it was uh with, with helena, oh, with helena. Uh, the, the right, main right, the yeah. main focus of yeah, so I wanted to, 
exactly. Yeah. So I wanted to to show more of the Titan War, and uh, I also wanted to show more of her as a character. And then there's uh there's more bigger story things going on in there that um are important uh that connect to um later storylines in the Siren Effect. Um, I also see the Siren Effect Helena as a sort of prequel to the Siren Effect Alpha Three. Um, you can read Alpha 3 without reading Helena, and it's still a great issue. But if you read uh, Helena before you read Alpha 3, you'll get this really awesome experience of seeing um, this tanker that Helena goes into and executes a, uh, an Earth mission in. Um, and then the aftermath of that years later when Alpha makes his way to this tanker um, on his journey to free the Titan colonies, um, you know, years later. So let's start breaking into uh, the alpha as well. Uh, alpha issue one, uh, issue two, and issue three. Uh, leading, or you've released issue four as well, right? Or that's the one that's being released with the volume. This is the, that's the one that's being released with the volume. Okay. Um, it's it's our longest installment yet, and uh, and yeah, it's it's the newest one. Um, All right, cool. Pages. So yeah, let's uh, let's break down uh, the first three, and then what we'll do is I think there's a preview of a four on the Kickstarter. So we'll break down the first three, and then we'll dive into the Kickstarter, and then we we can talk about four. Awesome. So, uh, a, uh, issue, uh, alpha issue number one, uh, you know, what's kind of happening there. Uh, you said it's happened uh, a couple years after Helena and Ajax. So like, where, where are we at? Like on the timeline with it? Right. So this, uh, TSC alpha number one takes place two years after the end of TSC Ajax number one. So in TSC Ajax number one, um, for free at the siren effect.com. Uh, we see Alpha, or I'm sorry, we see Ajax and Helena execute this uh, questionable military offensive, which ends with the destruction of um, Mega Station 5, which is part of the Titan colonies or uh, a, a group of satellites uh, orbiting the moon Titan, um, preparing it to terraform and eventually uh, populate. Um, so this happens two years after Ajax number one, uh, and we're in the aftermath uh, and we see the the effects of the ending of the Titan War on the people. So the Titan colonies have been subdued and they're now under complete Earth control um, at, at this time. And we, we see how they're being oppressed, they're being brutalized uh, and they're being, um, you know, they're they're being victimized by the, the Earth Empire. And not nobody cares about the, the colonials at this time. Mm -hmm. um, so this is where we pick up the story with um, Alpha and Centauri, two siblings whose parents die on Mega Station 5, and them doing their best to help the people of Titan uh, and keep them together. Because on this, uh, on this, uh, or in these colonies, there are two post-human races. So there aren't any aliens in the Siren Effect, but there are uh, post-human races that are human humans that have made genetic alterations to uh you know themselves and their children and generations of this to form one of them being the pure which are a, a rich group of um of earth of of humans that are spread out throughout the the solar system um and the that are uh clones of multiple uh, of each other and there's multiple families um and then the modified who are also genetically altered but are altered in a way that's more practical um, specifically to terraform the planet or uh, terraform the the moon titan um so these two groups are also 
uh, at odds with each other. There's um, tensions. Um, I guess you could. There there aren't uh, racial tensions like we have in this time, um, but there are their own racial tensions um, in the future between mm -hmm. these two groups. Um, so Alpha and Centauri are trying to keep their their colonies together. They're trying to keep their people together that are not only being oppressed by this outside force, but are raging against each other um, when they all should be coming together and um, you know trying to save their home. Uh, and so Alpha uh, to to save his home, he's he's they're they're on their their last ditch effort of what they're going to do. Mm -hmm. uh, and this whole time, he's been trying to turn on a communicator that he had gotten from his uh, his parents um and and that's the sound effect alpha one it's he it's about him um and his sister you know trying to keep their people together while also trying to find someone anyone that will help them free their home and make the solar system a better place i really loved like the uh the nod to the war in the beginning like you get this great like grandiose like visual of like just this war field it was so like amazing and I, I just loved like how detailed it was the flashback and then the world building uh and everything in between like i said uh reading this compared to ajax one it just seems like there was so much more being fleshed out what was so, some of the uh symbolism i mean you said there was a lot uh, you know a lot going on like with not exactly like uh, racial tensions like but there was still some like you know some name calling here and there um and uh the uh the, like the the government like the, the way everything's building up like with the world like ruling over titan you know what was some of the symbolism behind that so so yeah like i like i said there's the i i didn't want tsc to be a story about like black and white or um as i said but i wanted to to show you know the that we have these issues like uh, as humanity um as humans that are that isn't just you know uh, based off of skin color we we as like a, a species have this uh tendency to want to divide and um fight amongst each other instead of unifying and it doesn't matter um what uh what it is it's it's we see it in all aspects of life right now right there's mm -hmm. even in the indie comic community we are split between two groups um when when we really should be you know all together uh trying to make it happen against you know the big corporations we we fight amongst amongst ourselves so that's one of the the themes and uh, that we're sort of symbolically playing with um uh, in the siren effect um and uh, there, you know there's other themes there's you know gr um, themes of like growing up and um because alpha is a uh, is a childish kind of guy but he has a lot of responsibility that mm -hmm. he has you know taken upon himself so it's about you know figuring out how to how to how to be an adult you know and that's a that's a big part of um, uh, of alpha as well. And that's hard to do. I mean, I'm still figuring that out. I'm a dad yeah. at three, and I'm still I still don't have it all figured out. Uh, yeah. So let's uh, start diving into alpha two. Alpha two starts getting um, a little bit more risque or two. I was like, mm. <laughs> so uh, yeah. what, give, give us a little bit of a breakdown of uh, alpha two leading uh, to alpha three. So Alpha 2 takes place a few months after um, the sound effect Alpha Alpha 1, and our heroes have uh, made contact with a mysterious benefactor who has agreed to help them uh, free the colonies. But to do that, they have to do something for, for them first. Um, so to continue this plan, Alpha and Centauri 
uh, head deeper into Mega Station 5, where they find the astro-modified Zex uh, guarding a, uh, a ship that will allow them to leave the station. Um, meanwhile, we have Bones, who is a, a peer, uh, have a falling out, has a falling out with his brother Glass, who is also a, a peer, um, and uh, Bones ends up on the planet, uh, or on the moon Titan alongside the character Enhanced, um, and we meet uh, an, a very important character for later on named Fauna, who is also, uh, interesting tidbit, is also featured in the Siren Effect Helena, so if you want to learn more about her backstory, it's another reason to grab uh, the Siren Effect Helena. Um, and uh, we, we see Bones, and we see the, uh, the surface of Titan, and we see Enhanced um, as she discovers a stone that has a lot of significance later on in the story. Um, and we also are introduced to the Church of the First Being, which is a religious group in the Sound Effect universe that follow um, the first being that ever existed in existence. Like, they believe that the universe exists in the dream of the first living thing. Uh, and so their whole religion is based off of uh, worshipping them uh, or and, and worshipping their dream, which is something that they reference uh, often, which is something that we'll learn more about. What is a dream? I guess you'll have to read to find out. Man, yeah, like, like we were talking earlier, you just built so much into this, even your own religion. Like, that, that's just it's, it's so impressive seeing all the different characters the different like world building and and everything in between uh real quick before we dive into the kickstarter let's finish it off with alpha 3 to kind of set the pace uh what to expect with uh the alpha volume one which is going to include issue four okay so alpha 3 alpha has finally left mega station 5 and is starting his journey throughout the solar system to put together a device, a, a bomb that will uh, help him free their uh, free the colonies from Earth. So this is his first step on the journey, and he ends up in the asteroid belt uh, in search of a cube of antimatter that will be used to fuel this device and hopefully free. Um, the colonies and along the way he he, he makes a friend with a, an, a robot named 58 that is also featured in the sound effect helena so it really sounds like if you want to have the best <laughs> saturn effect you gotta get it you have to read not only tsc ajax not only tsc alpha but tsc helena as well which is an awesome one shot that you'll all enjoy that's available digitally and physically as well on the kickstarter um but alongside uh, Alpha, we have Centauri storyline going on at the same time, and she is uh, dealing with the fallout with Glass, who himself is going through a rough time and is developing an addiction to uh, dream machines and dreaming, um, which is okay. a uh, something that we'll see more yeah. as as we get further in to uh the sound effect but uh in the sound effect they don't the 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 drug that is really uh hurting a lot of people isn't fentanyl or something it is dreaming people are addicted to dreams and so they have dream machines that play the that simulate the best dream that they could ever have 
um, and it becomes a very addicting um, sensation. That That's a thing. People, that that yeah. that is literally. I remember back in the day, um, going through depression bouts. Like sometimes it's hard to get out of bed. Like sometimes you're right. like, I just want to keep sleeping. And then exactly. if you get if you don't get out of bed, what happens? That becomes very problematic. I really love that concept. That's that's really awesome. We have Dr. Hino419 saying, I enjoy the connections like that. A character's action from one comic or later seen in a future comic with a time skip. I think talking about uh Elena, like with the with the tanker and seeing that with uh right. yeah, no, that is really cool. So let's go ahead. We're gonna pull up the Kickstarter right now. I'm gonna be posting this in the comment, guys. So be sure to check this out with us. And be sure to back because we you're getting close to another stretch goal, right? So what we are looking at right here is the Saturn Effect Alpha Volume 1, Volume 1 of an epic sci-fi showdown. Two years in the making. You're at $2,681 uh, of $2,500. So congratulations on getting funded. It was awesome. Thank you actually you. got funded uh, in the spaces, which I thought was yeah. awesome. That like that right there really showed me that like what we're doing just as a community is really starting to pay off in like dividends. Like honestly. I, I agree. Um, you guys host really awesome spaces every Sunday, so people listening should definitely uh, hop on Twitter and, and <laughs> shameless sure self plug. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and it was awesome. Uh, we had some really cool people that that chipped in at the uh, at the uh, beginning of, of of joining that space, and it was it was really awesome to uh, hop in and be able to fund with everybody and get some claps in the chat. Yeah, um, dude, claps was, in the chat, awesome. baby. That's a thing. <laughs> we gotta make that a shirt. So, ninety-four backers, twenty days to go. Project we love. Uh, yeah, how many? How many kickstarts have you done? You know, what what led you to this success? This is pretty outstanding for ten days in. I appreciate that. This is uh, my fourth campaign. So I've done three other ones, and yeah, this campaign made more in a week than the first two two made in uh, thirty days. So. Um, it's, it's definitely, a, it's been a crazy journey so far. We're still just beginning, you know, this is just the fourth one. We have hopefully one to two more coming out this year and hopefully next year we'll have even more. Um, so it's just the beginning. We're just starting out. Um, but it's, it's nice to, you know, be taking those, those baby steps forward and hopefully in, you know, two, three, five, ten years, we'll be really raking in the kickstarter dollars yeah yeah and i mean i think you have the right formula i whatever whatever you're doing is definitely paying off because like this is this is amazing uh after we uh go through the kickstarter we'll go down uh some of the things you uh, did like you know what i mean that you might have done differently that kind of added to the success of this but let's dive into this movie um just a heads up uh we're not gonna be able to hear you talk through it it's gonna override your volume so i'm um, just a heads up on that
Yeah, that's such an awesome video too. Appreciate it. We have uh so Go Don't Go has made the music for this one and the first or the second trailer and the third trailer and they're all they're all great and uh I think uh maybe eventually I'll have to maybe it'll be a, another stretch girl. If we make if we get to stretch girl number 3, I'll uh send everybody a um copies of I guess I'll send the the TSE sort of mixtape that we have. There's actually a, a quite a few tracks that we have that people have made for the Siren Effect. Um, oh, that is so cool. So I'll definitely if we if you heard it here first first 7500. <laughs> we get the 7500, everybody will get uh you know the the sound files for uh all the awesome music that we've had made for the Siren Effect. All right, let's go. So we're looking at the story over, overview. Earth's control over the solar system is threatened as ragtag rebels and disenfranchised soldiers struggle for freedom when Star Wars meets the Expanse in the Saturn Effect. Follow stellar siblings Alpha and Satari as they try to fear the free. Bleh, sorry for the tongue twister. Free the Titan colonies from the Earth Empire in Volume One of the Saturn Effect Alpha. I almost had like the perfect narration. Uh, let's go. So uh, right here is the, the 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 issue for Volume One. What are we uh, looking at right here? So this is the Volume One cover, and it shows all of the major players in the first volume of, of the Siren Effect. We have Alpha uh, up front, his sister Centauri to his right. We have Enhanced to his left, and Vega from the Church of the First Being all the way uh, to the left as well. On the right, we have Bones and his twin Glass underneath him. Uh, next to glass is Fauna, and in the corner is Zex, who is a big, big boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Vana seems like a really interesting character as well, uh, from just uh, what, what I experienced while reading her. I really like thought, you know, just like some of her actions were kind of really just like intense. She is a very intense character. Um, you get a reason, <laughs> you get the reasoning for why she's so intense in the Saren Effect Helena, just another reason to grab it. And yeah, she's she's an awesome character, and she is one of our uh, antagonistic forces. Uh, mm -hmm. The sound effect alpha, and just the sound effect as a whole has multiple. Uh, there isn't um, maybe I, I wouldn't say there's one specific antagonist. There are multiple antagonists. Um, there are multiple people that have their own sort of agendas and their own motivations um, that are that are in play uh, at the at this moment or, or in the story. And uh, so there's, you know, everybody ends up having a having to, you know, meet up eventually and um, hash it out. I guess mm -hmm. I'll say we have uh, J. Michael Miller over on YouTube saying you love to see it. Uh, I think uh, that that was a few moments ago when we were talking about the success of your campaign. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, the claps! He threw the claps too. Okay, so he was clapping. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, this Kickstarter is to fund the printing of Volume 1 of the Saturn Effect Alpha, which collects issues 1, 2, and 3, and for the first time, 4. Um, this is a trade paperback. Uh, it has 140 pages filled with action-packed story, eye-catching art, and is perfect for fans of comics like the Inkal or Valerian. Did I say that right? Yeah, and the Inkal or Valerian. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, 140 pages. That is such an outstanding amount. Did you ever think it was going to amount to that many pages? um yeah when i wrote the script and i realized that it was really <laughs> fucking long i was like oh yikes this is going to take a long time to finish but luckily francesco mazzoli is an absolute absolute animal is the fastest best artist mm -hmm. i've ever seen in my life like this man 
I don't think he sleeps. He's from Italy. I think I, I'm really not sure he sleeps. I think all he does is play with his cat and draw. And uh, uh, I, I, I don't even know the last time his 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 girlfriends probably hung out with him because all he does is draw. I'm kidding. But Francesco is amazing, um, and he's able to pump out a crazy amount of pages in a really short amount of time that are insane quality. Um, uh, so. I didn't necessarily think it was going to get this long, but I also knew it was going to be this long because when <laughs> I wrote Alpha, it was planned to be eight issues. Um, and I hadn't completed all eight issues um, at that time, um, but uh, eventually I, I realized that there are some, some chunky ones. And this this issue actually, the sound effect Alpha 4, was when I realized that, holy shit, um, these books are really fucking long because this one is 50 pages. It's one issue, it's a complete like story, it's connected to obviously to the other ones, but you can jump in, grab Alpha 4, um, and really enjoy this narrative. Uh, but it's a long one, and so we, it took uh, a long we see time to finish. Alpha and Big Boy going uh, head to head yeah. here. Exactly, so this is uh, the midpoint of our story. Like I said, it's eight issues, so issue four, the, the middle of the story, and it's a big, big climactic moment for Alpha as he is on the surface of Mars looking for the schematics for the device that he is putting together. Uh, so we finally get to see Mars, which is something that, uh, as we've been talking about, has been in the background, sort of. Uh, we've seen the effects of the uh, of the war that had taken place here. Um, we've seen glimpses of it. We've seen soldiers from, uh, from Mars. We've seen uh, soldiers from Earth that have fought in the Martian Wars. And now we're finally able to come to the surface mm -hmm. here and explore uh this world and what it's has happened so to awesome. the red planet since uh since since now right how so, did we get to a point where people can even live on what on are we uh Mars? what are we seeing uh here what you know what, what what are these you know bars right here on the cover you know what type of ship is this you know what are we seeing in, in this uh, particular cover Right, so the ship is a ship that Alpha uh, gets in Alpha 2. So mm -hmm. Alpha, this whole story is really a, uh, an accumulation. Um, every issue, they, they get something new, and it all um, plays into later, like the, the story. Um, and so everything has a significance. So this is the ship that they find in, in Alpha 2, uh, which is also, uh, surprise, surprise, a, an old Martian <laughs> ship. So, um, so it has a significance in that way. So he... Alpha and Alpha's communicator that he had gotten from his father is also a Martian communicator. So all of these Martian things all sort of come together. Um, so here we see Zex fighting Alpha. He there, Zex is uh, you know has a cyber saw and is about to to beat up our boy. Uh, and Alpha is shooting a laser uh, from it. Um, and in the background we can see these giant towers. So. Uh, in the sound effect alpha, uh, the world of Mars has been terraformed, but to do that, they've had to pump uh, CO2 and other greenhouse gases into the planet to give it an atmosphere. So what we're seeing are these plants um, that are pumping out these, this, you know, sort of toxic gas you know, to make it I can a, see a that habitable right here. place. Yes. So yeah. how, you know, how fucking insane was that that Elon Musk wanted to nuke uh, Mars to form an atmosphere? I don't know if you heard about that or not. Yeah, that was I, a thing I, uh, a couple months ago, I think, right? <laughs> I, I've, I've heard I've heard that I, I mean I, I wonder go. if it would work I mean yeah. yeah I mean Elon but uh but yeah so um it's it, the planet needs to be terraformed and this is uh, one of the ways that they do it um and so that creates this 
you know, livable planet, but it's a toxic sort of place. Mm -hmm. So it's sort of uh, one of it's, you know, maybe symbolically um, there's there's some there's something to break down there. Sounds like where, uh, playing yeah. uh, League of Legends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's funny you mentioned League of Legends because I, I've been playing League of Legends since like for way too long since season one. Um, but now I'm obsessed with uh, team fight tactics and today is the new set so after this interview i'm about to try and Let's get try and get back the diamond <laughs> hopefully <laughs> we just have no life and uh hopefully get the diamond maybe i'll get the masters this with this set oh. all right so the saturn effect alpha 4 is 50 pages or our latest installment in the tse universe alpha faces his greatest challenge yet on the surface of mars while centauri tries to keep peace back home during earth's latest celebration of hero day this single issue is also available separately for any backers that have been with us since the beginning i think that's really awesome of you guys to do um the yeah, saturn effect one through four are complete and waited to be printed so everything's already done awesome man yep we're we're uh actually if you were to go to um our updates you can even see that we are finished with uh alpha five and i posted the inked cover in the latest um the latest one Right here? Uh, if you, yeah, if you scroll down all the oh. way to the bottom, you can get a. This will be a first peek for first look for everyone. Oh, right here. Um, now keep going. That's the cover for Soma City. Um, uh, keep going, keep going. It's at the bottom, and there you go. That's the, that's the the inked cover for the next issue of the Siren Effect, um, and we'll we'll learn more about that uh, uh, later on. But um, this is the first issue of uh, Volume Two. And it's already finished inking. Like we, Masoli's already finished thirty-three pages. Wow, already done. With it. Already done. You're already like, man, hey, please chill a little bit. Take a day <laughs> off, my man. Play with no, the cat. He still has another like a hundred pages to go. So, <laughs> but yeah, once he's awesome. once he's done, he's done. So it's actually really exciting. We're at the we're literally at the last hundred pages of of the Saren effect. How's that feel? It's it's surreal. Honestly, it's very surreal. Um, it'll be insane to not only just have this first volume, but to hopefully by next year have the second volume. Um, uh, yeah, it'll be crazy. All right, so right here is uh, the page preview. So this is the issue four. Is this a variant cover or? Uh... Correct. So this is a variant cover made by um, Ricardo Secchi and James Alfredi, both of whom are on different Red Sea projects. Um, uh, Ricardo Secchi is the artist for Control Plus Z. Um, and he, which is another stretch goal that we have for this campaign. If we get the $5,000, then everyone will get a 10 page preview of control Z. Um, and he's the artist on that. And he does an amazing, amazing, amazing job. Uh, so I was like, come on, man, you gotta actually, so interesting story. So we made, um, we've been working on control Z for a long time, but the reason why I started working on that was because I asked Francesco for someone to draw a variant cover mm -hmm. for issue two of, uh, the Saturn effect. Um, and he sent me Ricardo's profile, they're friends. And I saw Ricardo's stuff and I was like, oh my God, I, but we have, yeah, to, this make, is gorgeous. We, we have, we have to make something else. Um, so we made something else and it took like a year, but then finally I was like, okay, the original thing that I wanted you for a, co a variant cover for the sound effect, let's do it. And he was like, awesome. Let's, I, he's been, he's been drawing something else. And he's like, all I want to draw is, um, badass dudes and hot sci-fi girls. I'm like, hell, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> <Here you go. laughs> let's, Got the let's, perfect combination for I, you. <laughs> exactly. Um, so he drew this awesome cover of Centauri and Glass. And in the background, you can see it's Hero Day. Uh, and Hero Day is the thing that we've been talking about this whole time, which is uh, uh, it's a celebration of the events of Ajax 1. So 
for the people on the colony side, um, here th- this obviously a, a poor, a bad day because a lot. It's of like what Fourth of July die. for uh, uh, England. Like you know, yeah, it, Americans are like yeah, 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 and they're like uh, England's like you know, you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, the colonies, it's it's a it's a day of mourning in in the outer system, but uh, for Earth, it's a day of celebration, and it's not just. A day of any so like they don't just celebrate anyone they celebrate uh helena and mm-hmm. ajax who we can see uh, in the in the background there so uh, what are then, we, uh, oh, is sorry, this a- the, yeah i just wanted to say one more thing about james of freddy he's also um he's a colorist on this he actually has worked on a lot of of really cool projects like gi joe and a bunch of marvel stuff he's been around for a long time um and uh he's also the colorist for a series that i have coming out um probably next year called synap um that is a that'll be really 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 cool while you are busy you are a busy busy man dude yeah well that book i hope hopefully when it comes out everybody enjoys it it's um a lot of i mean everything i write has some manga inspiration but that one has some it's got a lot of manga inspiration it's a one thing i'll say about it is it's a mashup of uh, Stranger Things, which is you know topical, and mm-hmm. Neon Genesis Evangelion. So it's a, it's a it's a nice it's it's, yeah. a, it's a really awesome story, and I can't wait to get it get it out to everyone. All right, so this. <laughs> th- is this uh, page one or what? What page yeah, are we correct. looking at right here? Correct. This so, is page one. What is uh? What what are we seeing happen right here? So here we are. Uh, this is the beginning of uh, of Alpha Four, and we are in the newly built Church of the First Being. And we are seeing uh, Vega and his father Arcturus. Arcturus is the stellar pope of uh, the Church of the First Being, and they are discussing why Vega hasn't given Centauri the stone that he has. Um, in his stone, he you can see uh, Centauri in it, which is the uh, ending of issue two. Um, and so she has some connection to the First Being and the Church. That we're not uh, we're not entirely sure of yet, um, but it is part of Vega's duty to deliver this stone to her, mm-hmm. and he is having difficulties doing it. Um, w- whether that's because he doesn't want to give up the stone, he doesn't want to leave the the stations yet, or if he you know has a crush maybe on Centauri, <laughs> and uh, you know doesn't want to and wants an excuse to be able to you know see her again and spend more time with her and not have to potentially leave right afterwards yeah no she does look like a babe so i don't blame him <laughs> and then uh page two so uh a little bit more of uh it looks like dialogue uh, around the stone right so uh in in this scene they are discussing um so vega is trying to you know skirt his possibility his uh, responsibilities um and he's discussing why there are more people here in the church today and so we get a little background into uh hero day and how um the it's it's a day of mourning in the outer system and so people are coming to this church for um you know for for guidance for um you know just to just to feel better to pray uh etc and also because people believe that the their dream that people see in the first church of the first being is a vision of the future so they believe that um these uh, church beings or the, the churchgoers or Arcturus and Vega can see the future um, so they're also coming there for support and, and guidance they can't see the future but they, they believe that they can yeah and wow these colors and these visuals are just like mind blowing like this entire like it, it just feels like all these issues just it, it maintains just that constant like 
or of just like being in awe. Like when you when you when you look at it, and you're just like, wow, this is just so like gorgeous. Yeah, Mazzoli and Marco D'Alessandro are best friends, and they it, they come together and make this amazing. amazing <laughs> yeah, book. dude. So it's, uh, what, it's, it's wild. What are we seeing happen on the third page? Uh, so the machine that they were looking at uh, is is on the fritz, and Vega is a tech whiz, so mm -hmm. he fixes it for them, and it, it creates this big, beautiful image for everybody to see. Um, but obviously, Vega does want, wants to do anything but um, what he's really supposed to be doing, which is delivering delivering the stone. Um, but eventually, uh, he listens to his father and ends up leaving to go do or uh, fulfill his duty anyway. All right, and then this is another little interesting page that I, I, I as well. I love this little like different perspective, like looking up from the ground. This is awesome. Yeah, Mazzoli is just a beast. I mean, he's able to create just like amazing compositions, and everything is every page is different, and it's all really amazing to look at. And you know, this is just this is why we love Mazzoli. He's he's a crazy crazy mm -hmm. genius. Um, so this page, uh, we're still following Vega. He's going deeper into. Um, he's going into the civilian center of, uh, uh, Mega Station 5, and, uh, we can see in the background, um, there are even posters for Hero Day, and on that poster is Helena. So, we can see how the other characters and other storylines are, um, yeah. throughout these books and sort of peppered in. Uh, and interestingly enough, we see, uh, he gets shoved by, um, uh, an Earth Guard who, uh, if we go to the next page, we discover is, um, Kip from the Siren Effect Ajax. If you've read uh, the TSC Ajax number three, this is the character Kip that we saw have an altercation with uh, Helena on on the bus. So all these characters come back and they. Um, we, you know, we I, get to I, see I knew Kip point. was going to have some level of importance. You could always like when you read tell like when like just the way things are like written or the the way they're right. drawn. Like this character is going to come back at some point. Correct. So he come. This is this is where he returns. If. Uh, in the sound effect uh helena he also appears in that and we see him uh get injured in a flashback um so when we see him here he has all these robotic sort of upgrades and repairs done to his body um and he is here with uh an earth uh force that's here to tamp down any sort of aggression or mm -hmm. um problems or riots that may arise from this third celebration of hero day Wow, another beautiful, like, just scene. I love, like, these different colors. Like, this is gorgeous. Right, so we've... Uh, a common thing in the sound effect uh, is... Or in the sound effect alpha is we actually um, only start on alpha in two issues. Uh, all the other issues, we start on other characters and make our way to, to alpha in the story. Mm -hmm. um, interestingly enough, those issues are issue one and issue eight. Um... So in this scene, we see Alpha flying towards Mars, uh, and he's with 5-8, who is a robot that he uh, got in, or he found and repaired in uh, Alpha 3. And he's playing a game. He's playing uh, Red Sea Legends, which uh, if you want to play <laughs> Red Sea Legends, then head over to www.redseacomics.com and uh, sign up for our uh, newsletter, and you'll be one of the first people to uh, know when our card game goes live. Uh, I have some uh, some samples here. We can give you give you a quick look at uh, what they look like. Uh, I mean, we see our boy Alpha right here, and uh, here he is. Um, the art done by Marco Del Forno. Um, Hold on, on one, one second. 
and this is uh, the this is his card, the alpha card. Um, how, how many uh, how many cards do you have? You have uh, a couple. Yeah, I have a. I, I, yeah, so let me go, each ahead, set let me go is, ahead. If you don't each mind, that is a, a set of eighteen. Wow, a, you got right. a crap load. Let me. Uh, I, I can pull you up to where you, you're big, uh, and then if if you don't mind, like if you want to show off a couple cards, I can use this moment to go ahead and get a, a refill of my drink. Yeah, I'll show. I can show a couple cards for sure. So that way, it gives you a nice big screen. Perfect. Yeah, I guess. I guess this is the Chris Moses show now, keeping it Moses. Um, so we have a bunch of different cards, and um, so this is the alpha card. Uh, there'll be a, a tutorial coming out later um, in the year. We have a five eight card, some a character that we just saw. Um, we have a Zex card, uh, and so you can see some of these on our, our, our on our Instagram as well at uh, at the Siren Effect on Instagram. Um, but it's it's a card game. It's a three v three card game. It's a collectible card game. So you you only need three cards, and your opponent only needs three cards. So it's it's accessible. Um, you don't have to sp you won't have to spend a lot of money on booster packs to get the cards that you want. You just have to buy the set, and then you'll have everything. And it's you know I would say it's a it's a mixture of chess and um, it's 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 like a mixture of chess and maybe uh, the Pokemon traded card game. Um, I guess would be the best comparison for it. And it's fun, it's fast-paced, and it ha has a lot of depth to it as well as you play more and more with it. Um, so we'll be, we'll be releasing this later in the year or potentially potentially 2023 uh, alongside... All right, keeping it Moses. Keeping it Moses. Yeah, so we're, we're, we're going to be releasing uh, the cards, and I can show you guys the back of them, um, in the hopefully later this year, but it's potentially it could be pushed back later um, to, till next year. Uh, because we, I, I'd like to launch it with not just set one. So set one is called the Siren Effect uh, Foundations. The second set is uh, going to be based off of um, another uh, IP, Control-Z, and we'll have other um, uh, Red Sea titles cards in it as well. So this is the back of the card as well. That's so cool. So it, it's a fun game. It's, uh, it's, 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 in, it's enjoyable. It has a lot of depth, um, and it'll, it'll be coming to you guys hopefully, hopefully soon. Yeah, you guys got that exclusive too, because I, I I was missing during that part, so I'm gonna have to come back and watch it out. Yeah, so uh, back to the, the comic book. <laughs> Alpha is playing. Uh, he's playing Red Sea Legends in, in here, so some shameless, <laughs> some shameless self promotion. Um, That's so cool. So in he's he's buying his time as he's flying through uh, the the uh, solar system towards Mars, and he's having this argument with uh, his mysterious benefactor about uh, you know what he's doing being for children and alpha is saying that and no it's not for children and also besides what am i supposed to, what am i supposed, what else am i supposed to do during this time um so what came first did uh the idea for the card came come first or did you create the card game based upon so he was he was playing uh, a card game a different named card game uh in the scene um and i i had i had plans to make a card game um but i wasn't necessarily sure because i had i had written this this has been written for a long time by now mm -hmm. um so i i wasn't entirely sure how i was going to do it but um yeah yeah i mean it, it was there and once i had decided okay we're going to make this game it was a very easy easy uh you know it was literally just a name change it's like why play anything else but but our yeah game. Yeah, and I, I love the name too, Red Sea Legends. Like, just like for me, like keeping it geekly, I can say it with everything. Like, have you kept it geekly today? Like, it just rolls off the tongue. <laughs> so, like, Red Red Sea. Like, that's another cool thing too. And uh, we're gonna have to break that down at some point too, because uh, Red Red Sea Comics is such an inter interesting uh, concept as well. So, uh, uh, yeah. what are we seeing down here? Uh, 
more of uh, the interaction. Yeah, more of this interaction. We get we're getting some some backstory of like what's what their their mission is. Um, Alpha is heading towards Mars to um, get the schematics for his device. So um, you know, just some some world building, some character development, and uh, we get to see the relationship between Alpha and Five uh, Eight, Alpha and uh, the mysterious benefactor as well. And then some uh, gorgeous splash pages. I I, I really love this uh, the way you guys uh, do these pages too. Yeah, this is a really awesome splash page um, or, or sp spread page. Um, sp spread is is the two if it's two pages and splashes if it's one. Okay, uh, spread page. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. So uh, this is an awesome spread page by by Mazzoli and and yeah, it's it came out really awesome and you know we get we get to see the. the the foreshadowing of this uh, battle between Alpha and Zex is really, really nice to see. This contrast between the blue and the red, and that's obviously yeah. uh, D. Alessandro. He's he's got a he's a coloring genius. So, uh, was this uh, one of his first projects to work on, or has he been working on comics for a long time? Uh, both of them have uh, went to school, I believe, for comics, and they've been working on other projects. But this is like uh, this is all of our baby, you know. Yeah. This is this is our. This is our happy place. This is where we no, go to, so awesome. to escape. I love how like just insanely detailed this is too. Like all the yes. pipes and the frameworking in this is just phenomenal. Yeah, the Mazzoli just he's 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 amazing. Um, and this is a scene. Um, it doesn't have any letters on it, but it's a it's a scene of uh, Centauri and Enhanced as they are uh, searching throughout the inner workings of Mega Station Five uh, for something. Um, that you'll have to read and find out what that may be. So the story. Saturn Effect is a growing connected sci-fi universe and webcomic created by Chris Moses featuring multiple artists on different characters. Find more at thesaturneffect.com. This sci-fi universe focuses on complex character motivations, sublime visions of the future, and a rich history-filled universe waiting to be discovered. And uh, so this is the trailer for issue two, right? Yeah, this is issue two trailer. You want to watch it, or is that something uh, you want to uh, let? Uh, I mean, it's up to you. I mean, they, people can people can head over and, and yeah, yeah. Right here's the I will say that it. the music. I'll say that the music is amazing. So if it's if you want to have a cool sci-fi tune to to jam out to, I mean, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, in issue four, while Satari battles the fallout from Hero Day back on Megan, uh, Mega Station Six, Alpha explores the surface of Mars in search of another piece to the key to freeing his home. This issue is larger than your standard book, 7x10, 50 pages long, and printed on sturdy, high-quality gloss paper. Yeah, so all of the sound effect books are a little bit bigger than standard. Um, this is actually very, very close to, I believe, the Silver Age comic size books. Um, so it's a little bit bigger than, than normal, but it's, I mean, it's well worth it. And all of the, it's really high-quality stuff. Um, you know, I thought I had an issue right next to me. I have like all my other book issues, like literally right here, but <laughs> <laughs> but not the sound effect. But yeah, they're they're, um, they're they're very it's very high quality stuff. So uh, they're they're really beautiful books. So uh, let's start breaking down the Red Seed team. So we have the founder Chris Moses here in the flesh. That's me. We got Francesco Mazzoli right, right underneath me. Um, uh, we have Marco D'Alessandro. Uh, Reed Hinckley Barnes, 
Um, then my editor, uh, or one of my editors, Peter Hambusi, he was a former DC editor. He's really, really awesome. He's a great guy. Wow, that is awesome. Uh, he's, he's really awesome. Then there's my other uh, cr- good friend and, and editor, Gerald Von Carr. He's also the editor for Breakneck Fantasy Anthology, which I have a short in issue one, and we'll have a short in issue two as well uh, for the story When I Freeze Hell Over. So if you are a fan of magic, witches, or manga, you should definitely check that out. It's black and white, and it's a really awesome story we follow the ice witch sickle as she travels uh down through hell to become the next devil what two conflicting things though right it, well, yeah exactly i love part, it i love it story. i love part it. the story you should definitely check it out if you haven't yet uh it's it's uh, one of my favorite things to write i had just uh, i'm almost i'm chugging away through the rest of it and i every single time i i, I write something i'm like uh, this this is so fun it's one of my <laughs> one of the one of the most fun i've had writing in a long time um and it's got got some uh like shonen uh sort of um inspirations you know if mm-hmm. you really like you know characters getting badass new forms and new new getting stronger each issue then you should definitely check it out uh so then next we have devin r scott he's another one of my editors i have a bunch of editors on my team i think editors are super important um to you know making your ideas better but also because i i just have a lot of ideas and i nobody can just talk to me all the time so i have to have talk to a bunch of different people so yeah. i'm not annoying <laughs> not too annoying to one person so that's why there's three of them um, but in all seriousness, they're, they're all really awesome. Uh, and also there's a reward tier. If you, uh, need your own editor, I highly, highly recommend Devin R. Scott and you can get a discounted rate at, uh, of, for him, uh, editing one of your books. If you, um, back the tier, um, that, uh, I think it's called script edit, uh, R. Scott and it's, it's a discounted rate for him. So you'll be able to get a, That's cool. a comic book edited yeah. at a discounted rate or so and supporting uh, TSC as well. Uh, next, we have Ricardo Secchi, who did the, the variant art and is also the artist on Control Z, as I mentioned. Uh, then it's Christian Wolf, who did the art on not only TSC Helena, but also our other series, um, uh, Soma City, um, that takes place in a world where people are anthrop- anthropomorphized microbes. Uh, it's an awesome noir story, and he's really cool. And then James O'Freddy, who is the colorist on uh, the the variant cover uh, for uh, Alpha Four, the Kickstarter exclusive variant cover, which we'll only have on Kickstarter and very limitedly at uh, at conventions for whenever we make an appearance. Yeah, yeah, I got you. That is, yeah, what a team! This is such an awesome, diverse team. Um, I see Reed literally on so many big projects as a letterer. Like it, he yeah. definitely seems like one of the bigger names, like in the lettering scene uh, on indie comics. Yeah, Reed uh, is Reed is everywhere now. Reed is getting a lot of work. People yeah. are really enjoying them some Reed, and I'm, I'm happy for him. I'm glad that he's getting a uh, he's he's busy, um, but hopefully not too busy to letter my books. <laughs> Get back here, Reed. So right here are the rewards. Backers are helping fund the printing of our physical issues in trade paperback. Issues 1 through 4 of TSE Alpha are currently completed and ready for the printers. Tiers include Red Seas Comics' first trade back paper or trade paperback printed physical issues, digital PDFs, a Kickstarter exclusive variant, um, sci-fi, I, what is it? I cannot pronounce it. Character, I, like that, <laughs> I've never seen it spelled. I was like, oh, uh, original, <laughs> traditional, drawn comic pages, and even joining the universe as an extra. That is really cool, too. So you can, you can get uh, get drawn in. Yes, exactly. So we're actually, we have, this is the last time that you'll be able to be drawn into the universe. Um, and it's for Alpha 6. And Alpha 6 has, uh, is the, uh, we have a, a climactic moment called the battle for Mega Stations uh, 6. So, um make sure you uh 
if you want to be in in the, the, the last chance to be in the siren effects you know that, that is so cool year. that's um, awesome and you'll you'll be you'll be in the as an extra for probably the biggest moment in uh, the in the whole series so kickstarter exclusive variants will only be available on kickstarter or conventions too i think that's pretty cool uh is this something that uh you you just really want to make this exclusive like just that much more rare or you know what was uh exactly i wanted to make it a little bit more rare i wanted also to like give people an incentive to back on kickstarter um and and sort of reward people it's like if you if you back us on kickstarter like here is an exclusive variant that you can only get here um and then also, uh, I don't make too many convention appearances. I actually do have a convention appearance this weekend at Brooklyn Comic Con, um, but I don't make too many com- uh, convention appearances. So I think having a, a special sort of uh, offering for whenever somebody is able to find you somewhere is always really nice. Yeah, so yeah. I also just wanted to put the disclaimer there. So I wasn't like Kickstarter exclusive variant and then put it on my, my website or something. Um, just to like make sure people know that like this is like a, a special edition sort of thing that uh you'll only be able to get on the kickstarter or if you were able to track me down at mm-hmm. like a comic con so some of the stretch goals now that we hit our goal check out our first two stretch goals so stretch goal number one is the bogart uh 10 page digital preview uh 3500 so nearing close to that yeah we're getting there yeah yeah almost there um stretch goal number two is uh the control plus two uh 10 page uh, digital preview as well for uh, at five thousand. i really really am digging uh, this character design a lot yeah that is our main character um idolin and she's a badass and i mean this is one of my favorite stories i mean i'm really excited to get this out there and uh we actually have uh, uh lined up a uh, a deal with scout for when it's finally finished so It'll be in comic book stores from them uh, at some point in in the future. Uh, we're only uh, we're almost finished with issue two. It's a four issue miniseries, so there's so is a that gonna be like issues. your first uh, your first book on like a, a publishing label like that? Yes, yes, this that's is awesome, the, dude. The first, the first one. So hopefully we'll see we'll we see more of this. Um, I'm planning to hopefully have this Kickstarter for this book up in October. We'll see how everything goes, um, but. If you really, really want to get an issue, come find me at Brooklyn Comic Con because actually, let me see. Uh, I, I got I got something to show. Ooh, so it looks like we might get a little sneak peek because exclusively on here too. We have physical issues of Control Z going to be available. Yeah, that you looks know, gorgeous. Only, I'm only going to have a few copies available. So if you really, really want Control Z, if you want to see what the hell is going on, in cyberscape then come come by it and i'll i'll give a i'll give a little teaser uh we'll show we'll show a cool page oh wow yeah this book is this yeah but we can't this that's we've got some really crazy stuff at red sea everybody that is gorgeous oh my god it's a it's a beautiful book and so if you want to get if you and this is we only have a very limited supply of these there won't be too too many of these printed out so if you really want one if you want to get it signed come see me at broken comic-con and uh get your copy yeah i'm gonna have to fly my my my, my ass <laughs> yeah. from uh, ohio over to brooklyn <laughs> so some of the add-ons miss out on our previous campaigns don't worry we have multiple add-ons that you can customize your pledge with rewards that you want so you can get soma city issue number one as an add-on yes correct so this is soma city number one where uh we follow a contact tracer when he tries to clean up his city during the transition to a new mayor 
and it's Black Sad meets Osmosis Jones. So it's a really awesome, oh, fast-paced awesome. noir story. Uh, and honestly, it's it's just it's beautiful. I mean, I think I, I still look back at it and I'm like I'm surprised how good it came out. And I mm-hmm. think um, I think uh, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if in five, ten years, people are like. But Soma City, though, he really they really snapped at the very beginning because um, it's a really <laughs> it's a really awesome. It's not I mean, but more humbly, I think it's a, a Christian Wolf and Ilaria Fella really did a really amazing job. Christian Wolf is just does such a good job of translating my scripts into into comics and, and mm-hmm. in the art. So he did an amazing job with this. Please, uh, you know, consider ad- adjusting your pledge and adding it on if you enjoy noir because it supports both of us and um he's really awesome yeah that is awesome so issue one of the saturn effect alpha so you can uh get your hands on the 24 page uh issue number one the issue is larger than uh the standard books seven by ten printed on high quality gloss paper correct so this is the first uh alpha issue that we released this is the the standard cover i mean this is when when i first saw this cover i was like will we ever have a cooler cover than this yeah this is Um, freaking awesome man (laughs) and you know what? It's it's still up in the air. Have we ever had a cooler cover than this? I mean, I'm I don't I it's up in the air for sure. I love this the little really glow from uh, from you know the arm right here. Yeah. Is this the ring right here? Yeah, that's the ring. Yeah, that's Saturn. gorgeous. Yeah, that's gorgeous. Yeah, they um, really did an awesome job. So issue number two, uh, this is uh, the mysterious benefactor as well. Yes, correct. And uh, this is another another awesome cover. I mean, this is one I was like, will we ever have another awesome cover like this when I saw this? <laughs> <laughs> so we're always trying to raise the, the bar, raise the quality mm-hmm. and do better each time. And this um, one so, yeah. was uh, seven pages longer, uh, at, yeah, or excuse me, three pages longer at uh, 27 pages. Correct. And then uh, uh, issue number three, I, I really like this as well. This is pretty, this is like really, it, it gives like almost like a horror vibe, you know? Yes, correct. So there is definitely some horror influences in, in this issue. It's a little bit darker. Um, another fun fact, issues uh, one, two, and three, we actually voted for the covers. Like the fans voted on which cover would be the the, the main cover. That's um, cool. So uh, the fans voted for one, two, and three. Um and the the their other choice became the variant or the deluxe cover book. Um, so if you had l- enjoyed those, that you could uh, you can still have per- purchased them um, for Alpha Four and Alpha Five. We didn't do a vote, but uh, we, we you know we might bring votes back uh, for the maybe at least one uh, maybe at least one more um, uh, issue we'll bring back. And okay. this one ended up being even longer than the second one at thirty three pages too. <laughs> Correct. So, so you can uh, see how each issue starts getting longer and longer. So when you're like, did you think it was going to end up being this this long? I'm like, no, no not really. But, <laughs> but, you know, it's as long as it needs to be. And then right here is uh, the Helena. Uh, this is awesome. I love how they're back to back. Yeah, so that's Helena and Enyo. Uh, and, uh, yeah, they're battling it out in a, uh, in a tanker. Um, and in the background, you can see the character uh, named Ashes. Um, who's got a, you know, a big, uh, big connection towards characters like Fauna, uh, and uh, has has his own role to play in in the overall story. Yeah, this is gorgeous. So this is set two years after uh, Ajax issue number three, which you can read for free at the SaturnEffect.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one is twenty four pages. So, I mean, was there any reasoning uh, for uh, going back down, or uh, you know? 
the stories are just as long as they need to be. Yeah. Um, there, are, there are, there's not really any, like, I'm not targeting a certain amount with any of these. Like, if I'm targeting a certain amount, it's generally just going to be 22 pages long. So if you see something longer than that for me, it's because I'm I'm letting the story like do mm -hmm. its thing. But generally, so, I try to aim for 22 pages because that's like why the standard, uh, the standard size. Uh, going back to that, um, after doing uh, the seven by ten with the other ones, uh, just a more classic uh, comic book feel. Um, it was just just how and it was how Christian Wolf drew the the comics he drew in U.S. standard. So that's just how we made it. So for all completionists, get your hands on the digital PDFs of the Saturn Effect Ajax issue one through three as an add-on to any pledge. This is over 60 pages of story. And see the start of the sprawling sci-fi universe as we follow two space marines, Ajax Cole and Helena Fay, as they finish a questionable Earth military offensive. I really liked it too, because um, I thought it was really interesting when I was reading it. You really saw Helena questioning if she was doing the right thing, if she's on the right side of history. Uh, you know, make sure that, you know, they remember, you know, me as who I am. Like, I, I, I really thought, you know, you did a good job of adding that, like, that questioning, like, morality to her. Uh, I appreciate that. Yeah, she's definitely going through uh, ha having this moral um, dilemma in issue one of Ajax. Um, and it culminates with her having to make this decision uh, ultimately to save Ajax um, that may... Uh, end up putting her in a in a light historically that she may not necessarily have wanted, mm -hmm. um, and we we see that in you know Alpha Alpha three and Alpha four that she's seen as a hero, and so it call it, it really makes you try and understand what she was thinking because she was remembered by as a hero, but is is that something she wanted? Um, is does she believe that she should be seen as a hero? And these are things that um are sort of playing in your mind uh and in ajax's mind uh in, in throughout the story so right now we have a breakneck fantasy anthology so this is a really interesting book it looks like well what's going on here what are we seeing here so this is a cover um done by um uh francesco della serva for um my friend and editor gerald Boncar and ignacio de, de meglio their um fantasy anthology breakneck which is black and white it collects uh, a bunch of different awesome creative teams um all the profits are split between the, the teams so anything that um that we make from this kickstarter will be split will be split evenly between all of us um for for uh, uh this this add-on um and it's just really fun it's action-packed it's funny it's it's dark it's uh it's everything that you'd want in a in a fantasy anthology mm -hmm. and it's 32 pages long and everything is beautiful um and i mean i'm in it i have an awesome story i mean what else do you need <laughs> do you, like we have so if you like as i said before if you like witches if you like magic if you like manga like shonens then come check out when i freeze hell over um, because it's an awesome ride, and I think uh, you'll enjoy that and all the other awesome shorts that are, are in the book. You also have original one-of-a-kind comic pages from the Saturn Effect Alpha, available as well, penciled and inked traditionally uh, by by um, your artist. I can't pronounce the name, I'm sorry. Okay, okay. Francesco Mazzoli. And yeah, he, he we have a bunch of uh, single pages available, and we only have two splash pages available. Uh, so if you were to click on that link, you could, it'll take you to an Imgur with um the a list of all the the uh the available pages so if you want a, a awesome uh splash or spread page you you gotta you you know you gotta get it get it while it lasts this mm -hmm. page that we're showing right here is still available and then there's one other one 
um, that's still available. Um, so they're they're really awesome. They'll come signed straight from Italy. Um, and yeah, there's it's. I mean, who? How how could you not want some of Francesco Mazzoli's art hanging in your? Yeah, in yeah. Your house? You can also get a digital caricature of yourself or a loved one by uh, an artist, uh, Christian Wolf. Choose between being human or pure, and see how you would look if you were in the Saturn effect, Helena. So yeah, this is really cool uh, as well. I think it's awesome when you uh, allow your uh, audience to like be able to like kind of just get pictures of themselves done in that universe. I think that's really cool. Yeah, so this is done by Christian Wolf. He does caricatures. He makes them awesome ones. And so he did these of two of our backers from last campaign uh, and they came out really awesome. So if anybody wants one, I mean, there you go. They're, they're really cool. They, you'll get them digitally and uh, they're, I mean, but what else do you need to you get to look mm -hmm. like a badass sci-fi character and then it's only 60 bucks so that's a pretty outstanding price as well um so disclaimer of face per add-on so if you want multiple people uh, additional add-ons uh, will be needed for the pledge and then don't miss the reveal for the cover of uh issue five which we already checked out and seen yeah we got um, a little preview we'll, the, the yeah. finalized cover will be coming later on but just i just wanted to give everyone that um takes the time to look at our updates Mm -hmm. um to you know have a get a little get an early look and then right here are some of the social medias we won't go through all of them but for anyone that's interested i posted the link in the chat be sure to check them out and follow them for staying up to date with their latest works so risk and challenges are just uh i would f feel just traditional yeah. like anything like you can't yeah. really foresee global things happening right correct so let's go ahead and start breaking down the tiers and then we'll begin wrapping things up so this is man i love breaking down this campaign this is so like just I, I love it the world that you're building with the saturn effect is just monstrous and the the to hear that you're containing it in eight issues is even more i thought this would be something that would spill out into to many so uh, i'm interested in kind of breaking that down later too so for um you could pledge uh pledge without a reward 10 bucks uh back it because you believe in it for eight dollars though you're gonna get the u.s uh, or excuse me, I don't know why I said US. It's US 8. So for $8 or more, you're going to get issue 4 digital PDF of uh, the Saturn Effect Alpha 4. Um, for 15 or more, you're going to get the volume issue number 1 digitally. So this is going to get you the four, the first four issues of the Saturn Effect Alpha collected in one place. Um, over 130 pages long. So you also offer uh, for 15 of uh, the physical print. So is this kind of just to help people who might be like international? Yeah. So, um, for, yeah. So the digital volume uh, has issues one through four in it, um, and it's it's offered. Uh, I feel like uh, affordably for the amount of pages that, that you're getting. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, it's it's definitely for um, you know people. Uh, we have a lot of digital backers, and then also for people overseas. Um, unfortunately, it's just ridiculous to ship overseas. Yeah, so yeah. I can only offer um, reduced pricing, really, to to italy um mm -hmm. everywhere else it's it, it really takes a um and it's not it's it's not just a shipping from like through the usps like there's also like taxes that you have to pay when you send it over and it's and it's ridiculous it's and a nightmare so, too if uh, the custom has to break it open yeah it's a nightmare it's ridiculous and um yeah it becomes super expensive and and makes it not really possible to do um, at a at a lower price, unfortunately. So uh, we have a, a a very good deal for our volume, our digital volume. Um, and if you but if you've been around since the beginning and you've been buying physical, you can buy just the issue four print issue um, that also comes with the digital uh, Alpha Four. 
Um, so, yeah, that's it's it's. I mean, it's a fifty-page issue, so the physical is a little a little bit more expensive, and paper is yeah. getting more expensive. But I think it's. Uh, you know, some people charge you twenty dollars for or more for a, a fifty-page like yeah, yeah. Graphic, this is, I graphic mean, novella. So this is almost this, triple uh, a lot of pages of the, what the, I would say the typical is like twenty pages, right? Give give or take. So this is almost triple. Um, five bucks more though, you're getting the Kickstarter exclusive variant. Uh, I think that's a pretty awesome price too for five bucks more to get that uh, awesome cover, and then you're gonna get that digitally as well for forty bucks. You're gonna get the Alpha Volume One physical. So uh, 140 pages long, collects issues one through four. Man, this is Correct. an awesome price. This is I. This is an awesome price for uh, for the trade paperback. Correct. And I, just uh, an announcement for anyone listening: make sure for the next campaign that you get there early because we always do early bird rewards. And I mean, yeah. this is already a good price for volume one, but you could have gotten an even better one if you back. What was uh, the early bird hours. price? It was thirty-five dollars. It was five dollars. Ooh, off. yeah, five bucks. I mean, five bucks is five bucks, though. Five bucks is five bucks. I mean, that's the cost of shipping, so it was essentially free shipping for for everyone that backed in the first forty-eight hours. So, if you pledge seventy dollars or more, you're going to get a uh, Saturn Effect character uh, character character. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? You're going to get yep. it digitally. Um, you're also going to get Alpha Volume One digitally as well. Uh, pretty outstanding price. Uh, yeah, that that is fantastic. That's so cool. Um, do you have a lot of bites on this, or is this uh, just uh, the two that you showed uh, previously? Oh, this is just the two that we've had um, show up previously. I mean, it has to be we'll, cool we'll, seeing them, uh, yeah. you know, drawn in that style, though. Yeah, I'm, I think everybody has enjoyed that. Uh, that has received it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and then we have the collector bundle that lets you get basically all of our physical and digital <laughs> stuff that we have for our main issues. None of the variants, um, but uh, all of the physical issues. Yeah, that's so cool. So uh, 90 bucks or more, the retailer uh, tier, Volume 1. You're going to get five copies of Alpha Volume 1 for $90. 120 or more, you're going to get the Red Sea Collector Bundle. So this is going to get you physical and digital copies of everything released on Red Sea Comics books, along with the Saturn Effect Alpha 4 Kickstarter exclusive variant cover as well. Correct. So you basically get everything right here. Yeah, how many um, books is this? A lot. <laughs> it's, a lot, it's a lot of books it's a it's a really fat bundle so you'll mm -hmm. have a lot a lot of reading material and i see some deluxes in here as well correct we have deluxe issues of issues one and two of alpha that uh, uh feature extra bonus pages with you know extra art some trial mm -hmm. art i'm sorry some process pages um and some other things so if you if you want to and they have different covers as well they're a little harder to get get your hands on now so um they're also a little bit rarer yeah, let's go. So for 150, uh, be an extra. This is your last chance to see yourself or your indie character. So they could even have uh, their uh, their uh, original character from their book. Correct. So we actually cool. have we actually have a uh, an indie character indie um, character cameo in issue five um, for, from uh, Gary Doofner. Um, so keep your eyes out for that if, you, so if cool. you know Gary, um, and you'll be able to see some of his uh, two of his characters actually. Um, Masoli was nice enough to draw not just one but two of them in, in there for him so you'll be able to see them in there <laughs> so uh, you're going to get uh, this includes Alpha Volume 1 physical uh, the digital and then you get to be an extra in uh, the Saturn Effect Alpha uh, issue number 6 very cool I always love seeing those background characters I think it, it lets you kind of bring in a lot of your uh, audience and puts them into it I mean that's that's such a cool feeling so for Correct. 150 you're gonna get original pages single, get an original page from the Saturn Effect Alpha, pencils and ink, 
um, take a look at this gallery uh, for still available pages. Uh, so this will just get you a piece of the original art, which we took a look at that example. And that, I mean, it's right. gorgeous. Yeah, that is gorgeous. So for 210, uh, script edit at uh, Red Sea Comics. So this is what you were talking about earlier on uh, having your, your uh, editor at a discounted rate come and look at your script. Correct. So uh, for 250, uh, original uh, pages splash. So this will be the splash page that uh, we were looking at. Um, so the same thing as before, uh, just uh, two pages instead of one, right? Or no, that's a, that's full art. Yeah, there's full art, full art, full art and and, uh, and uh, splash pages. Spread is the two pages. Yeah, I just yeah. I learned that that my first yeah. time learning. Let's go. Yeah, I think I might have to go back and change that. I think I wrote splash there. It should be spread, but you know, good catch, good catch, everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then everything else is still gone. These uh, these were the early bird uh, tiers, but just a yeah. quick glimpse at them. So yeah, this wraps up the campaign. Um, for anyone uh, that is left, you know, on the fence, wondering if they should back or not, what would you like to say to them directly to kind of help push them over that edge? And we're going to go ahead and put this link right in the chat. So anyone that is on the fence can go ahead and back if uh, you motivate them enough. <laughs> I mean, what else do I need to say? Did you not see all the art people? Did you yeah, it's gorgeous. <laughs> I mean, if you want a little bit more, it's these. This is European European art. It's sophisticated. This will take your comic book level sophistication from the to the next level. People will be like, you read such in depth, all amazing material and people will really uh appreciate your comic book opinions way more if you read the siren effect album, so. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you add this to your collection your room's gonna smell like mahogany and leather bound books correct, correct. enough you said also always have a turtleneck on and people will think that you're really smart <laughs> man <laughs> there's so much that i want to ask you but we do have to wrap things up um so i i, I need to end this strong and uh chris with that being said uh, for anyone that's just out there like struggling getting their campaign going getting uh getting exposure getting eyes um what type of advice would you offer them to kind of help them like just really start to take that and, and get it under control okay so I, I would say depending on where you're struggling so um if you're struggling with with getting it done well you know what just sit down and do it like find however you can get it done however you can write it like make sure um you, you you put yourself in the situation to do that and, and try and do that every day and if you write or draw or anything a little bit every day it all accumulates and by the time you look back in you know a month two months a year three years five years ten years you'll have seen that you've made insane insane progress and especially mm -hmm. as long as each and every time that you're doing it you try and do it better than the last time okay so if you're doing that you'll always You'll always succeed if you're always trying to do better than the last time and whatever success is. But if success is just do it, um, being the best that you can be at something, as long as you are trying your hardest each and every time, um, then you'll you'll always succeed. Uh, and then if the other thing is if you're having trouble just putting yourself out there, um, just don't worry about it. Just put it. Just, just make your <laughs> just thing. Do it. Get, just do it. Just do it because honestly, <laughs> you get like any, first of all, any publicity is good publicity. So even if a, a 10,000 people read your thing and they hated it, well, at least 10,000 people looked at it as opposed to zero. That's so true. That is true. Sure put, just like, just put yourself out there. I mean, for the most part, um, you're going to be struggling to get those views. So don't be afraid of who's going to see it. Um, just try and put out, put out what you can put out and your best, your best work. And um, people will, will gravitate towards your energy and your passion. And, uh, people will see it and people will hopefully enjoy you and your craft 
Yeah, wow, that is that that is such an awesome response. Guys, we barely scratched the surface with Chris. If you're not following him on Twitter, be sure to check out the description for all those social media platforms because there is so much that we left out of this. And there's my cat trying to get in the brand new cat tent that we have. <laughs> so uh yeah there's so much that we left out here like like i said chris is such an outstanding member of the indie community often posting tweets that are motivational you know advice uh, suggestions and you know everything i see you you tweeting is almost like a purpose to help like uplift the community like as a whole yeah i'm trying to a lot of the time i'm talking to myself um in the sense that i this is what i feel like i need to hear or i would have liked to hear and i'm and i i think that means other people um are feeling similarly and i think uh the response that's that uh, the tweets have been getting has been has been good and i think yeah i, I think there's also just so much negativity in uh, on twitter and in in the comic book space sometimes that it's nice to um be a little bit more positive yeah. and, <laughs> and uh and and remembering that we're all in this together and we're we're all like a community and we're trying to um, make indie comics as big as possible. You know, we want more people to read books. You know, yeah. we want more people to read our stuff and our friends' stuff, um, and we all want to get better. So, yeah, uh, absolutely. Sure that we and, uh, remember that. Yeah, I think you do an outstanding job of just cultivating that. Um, it, it definitely it's a team effort, but it it you know you see a couple of individuals that are really pushing it, then it you know more people start falling in that mentality, and then eventually you have that community and. It's great. It's great to see the start of this. And I think we, you know, I'm surprised Chris Moses isn't already a bigger name, um, but I can't wait to see, uh, you know, your name more in the headlines. Uh, I'm excited for the future. But with that being said, guys, we do have to wrap things up. It is a beautiful Wednesday. I hope you guys all have a fantastic day. Chris, thank you so much for coming on, breaking down the Saturn effect. Uh, I'd love to get you on for issue number five when that ever, you know, gets in the works. Uh, I mean, just throwing it out there, you know, if you want to bite, let me know. I mean, there's <laughs> issue five, but we also have, uh, I have another campaign hopefully launching uh, almost right after this one. So maybe we can have another conversation sooner. Yeah, yeah. I'm later. hungry for it all. Hungry for it all. With that being said, guys, we do have to get things going. Um, it is your Cape Crusader, Cody. We are here with Chris. I um, hope you guys have an awesome Wednesday, but most importantly, keep it geekly.